We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. It's podcast day. Yep, we're back again. How are you, Donnie? Good, Jade. How are you? How's the magpie? Actually, sorted. What are you... No. Oh, no, no. Well, no. What? It's flown away. <laughs> flown away to a farm somewhere in the sky? Relocated. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's been relocated. So uh, That's all I want to are talk about. Are you playing me like a violin? And telling me, my husband did that to me once when we very first started seeing each other and I found a kangaroo in distress. He said, we're just going to relocate it. I'm not silly. We did relocate it. You did? Yes, we have relocated it. And the nest? Relocated. I'm just going to leave that right there. We've also got Rob Albanese. (laughs) How are you? Yeah, not bad. Welcome. Bobby, how you going, mate? Donnie, long time no see. Yeah, good, good. Mm. Now, Rob's on the Strategic Advisory Committee for Lower Murray Water. So that's the uh, red-hot issue at the moment and one that we're going to delve right into with our state member and and friend of the show, Ali Kappa. Rob, can you just give us a bit of background on the information that you've got sitting in front of you? Um, Yeah, well, yeah, I've been on the the SAC with Lower Murray for now four or five years, Um, so I've we sort of seen when it was the dry periods and um, and you know and flood and now back to dry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just a bit of a. I mean, this information's all all out there. You can look it up um, through Mallee CMA. Uh, yeah, it's Riverdale. on the Catchment Authority yeah, website, isn't it? Mm. But um, yeah, there's well, what what info do you want to know? Oh well, I mean, there's a lot here. This, this one here, Rob. Uh, um, there's obviously data going back 100 years here from 1887 yeah. to 1997. Um, there was 40,000 hectares. Yes, correct. So from the first, uh, from the irrigation um, settlement in the Mallee area, from 1887 to 1997, 40,000 hectares was developed. Mm-hmm. And in from 1997 to 2017, uh, further 35,000 hectares was developed. Um, that's... Just in the Mallee area. Mm. And that's um, is that the Mallee area? Because it differs depending on which body you're talking to. This is the Mallee catchment area, yeah? Yes. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. But um, And that they're all, you can find that out through Mallee CMA. Mm. Um, the new figures haven't been quite released yet officially, but I have heard it's up to 81,000 in total. Really? To 2018. So that's mm. going to keep growing. That's uh, come about mainly because of the unbundling of water. Mm. Um, seen rapid expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a great thing, but yeah, of course the, it is. Well, yeah, but exactly. It, it is a great thing, but I think the um, the old government spruiks about uh, yeah. open um, unbundling the water, opening up more hectares or acreage. Mm. Yeah. But we're still sitting on the old infrastructure. That's mm. right. Well, the, you know, and there was a lot of um, sleepy water or unused water mm. um, back in the early two thousands when it got unbundled, mm. which is now being used mm. and traded. Mm. So as a commodity. So just to put it. In blocky terms, if you had 100 acres Mm -hmm. and you were going along and then all of a sudden you doubled it Mm -hmm. and put in another 100 acres, Mm -hmm. well, you would think that you would um, increase the infrastructure. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd need to, wouldn't you? You'd need to upgrade your pumps and get Nick from Ardle in to redevelop. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so that instead of watering, you might have been watering every, uh, you might be able to do in two shifts. Well, you're not going to be doing it, so you're going to be doing it in four shifts. Mm. You're going to still try and keep it the same. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
So and that's pretty much what they've done. We've doubled in 20 years compared to the first 110, but there's been no infrastructure upgrades. Mm. The last dam was built in 79. Mm, which was Dartmouth. Yeah. Dartmouth, yep. Yep. Um, There's been nothing else. There's, you know, there was, of course, we all know there was supposed to be more locks and everything along the river, and, mm. but nothing's ever happened. Mm. But, uh, basically, Rob, we went from irrigating with flood irrigation. Yeah. So we have upgraded our infrastructure because we've all got under under vines or drips and mm. coolers and stuff like that. You've had to, though, because of the price of water, haven't exactly you? Exactly right. Yeah. You know, oh, flood uses too much water, so we've cut back on that. Correct. Yeah. But basically, the, the government hasn't upgraded the river system because mm. the Bahama, Brahma choke can still only release 10,000 mm. megalitres per day. Mm. And I think there's some That's figures there saying we are pumping at the moment. At the uh, moment, we're at 15. That's why you'll notice there's a bit of... Uh, flood water around a bit of flood water rob this morning (laughs) oh and the poor girls at loft cop it charlie's like my therapist because i go in there before i've had my coffee but i went out on my mental health run this morning which i do and last two weeks i probably shouldn't have because i've come back more furious than what i've gone out but the the water at euston now has completely cut off the track it's really high it's the highest i've ever seen it no and that's um so it's twofold yeah we obviously got problems there's not enough dams and everything to to hold the water when it does rain heavy. Mm. Um, and then if you go by, you know, if this climate change is supposed to be real well, you would think that it's going to rain heavier when it does and mm. it's going to have longer dry periods. Which mm. we said that was Steph Ryan yeah, last that, week. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what she and said. you hear some peanuts still saying that uh, climate change, we don't need any more dams. Yeah. I won't yeah. Which, people. And Daniel Andrews, I will. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because you and I had a, com- a conversation in the car. I was driving on yeah. Monday and, and you called me about Rob and these figures that he'd sent through. Yeah. And uh, my mum was sitting in the passenger side and she's a... I didn't swear, did I? Wasn't Ugh. swearing. My no. mother has the mouth of a sailor. Oh, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> it's right. more the kids in the back, but they both had headphones on. Oh. But um, no, she's a she's a national through and through. Yeah. Um, I think both of my parents are. Um, and we were having a conversation about how with the Greens and the Labor at the moment and the environmental flows yeah, yeah. that are a massively oh. contentious issue. And then we also have the issue about how dams are damaging and all yeah. the rest of it. But where are we going to put this water? It's over-allocated at the moment. No, We've got nowhere to catch more water. Exactly. Yep. It's this kind of thing. And this is what we're going to talk to Ali about. So let's get her on the phone. Hello, Ooh. Ali speaking. Hi, Ali speaking. It's Jade, Donnie and Rob. How are you? Oh, hey, good. Well, I've got gastro, but apart from that, I'm okay. Yeah, James said that. I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad you're on the phone and not in here with us. No, yeah, well, I know. No, no, it's, it's all good. I, I, I'm not sick anymore. I'm just still contagious. So oh. um, it is a good thing that you guys are in Robinvale and I'm here. Yeah, although I have got a wedding coming up and as females will tell you often, a bit of gastro before you have to put on a frock is you know, often a good wow. thing. <laughs> Which is awful to say, but all females think like that. Unbelievable. That's good. Maybe I'll go dress shopping after this. <laughs> Maybe That's you should. Idea, oh, you, you probably need a feed, but for someone like me, Ellie, I don't mind a bit of gastro before an event. Anyway, um, we, we wanted to have a chat to you. The boys in particular wanted to have a chat to you from a blocky's perspective about the water issue at the moment and in particular water infrastructure and environmental flows. Now, we had a chat to Steph Ryan last week um, with regard yeah. to environmental flows and the Commonwealth Environmental Water Holder, et cetera, et cetera. There's been a video that's come out overnight, Tony Javazi, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying that because no. he's put it on Facebook and allowed it to be shared, of a pump down at Hocking Road, pumping water out of the river and into bushland to 
water the trees. There's how you going, Ali? It's Donnie. Um, there is. Hey, Donnie. It's 32 megalitres getting pumped a day into the environmental flows, and they've yeah. already pumped out 400 up until this stage. So mm. you're looking at um, four sediment blocks that could have got watered already. And this so. is this. My point yeah. here is like it's it's October. It's Mental Health Month, and we're about this at the moment. And mm. Farmers are struggling enough as it is already um, with the price of water, with labour, with everything else, with their mental health coming up mm. to it, and they're doing this right under your nose. Yeah, just just reading mm. some of the comments that from people that I don't even know and I'm sure aren't irrigators, they understand our, our um, troubles at the moment, and there was not one comment on that on that Facebook page that actually back to what was happening there. So um, it yeah. just it makes us frustrated when we only got 38% of our water alley and then we see that happening. Yeah, yeah. We just think, you know, how's this right? They're biting the hand that feeds them, you know. At the end of the day, we're trying to feed the country and then yet the water's going out to into trees that are probably drought tolerant anyway. So mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no, I, got, I, I completely understand. It's, it's, it's hard, you know, the, the, the key thing here is that we need to make sure that the Murray-Darling Basin Plan is, is administered how it should have been in the first place. So yeah. so the way that, that should work is that, you know, you've got your hierarchy of needs. At, at the very top, you've got, um, you know, the environment yeah. um, on the basis that if you don't have a healthy river system, no one can use the river. Yeah. Um, next, next it's um, in a stock and domestic Sorry, actually, yeah, next is stock and domestic, then it's permanent plantings, and, and then it's your speculative. Yeah. Um, what, what, we, what we see is, is too often that's been flipped where, you know, um, your speculative, um, you know, crops such as cotton get, get too much of the water, yeah. um, too much of the time, um, which doesn't leave enough for everyone else. You know, we, we were down at Pooncarry recently, um, or near Pooncarry at Jamesville Station with Alan White, you know, and they, they, they're permanent plantings of citrus, citrus yeah. varieties that would, that would, um, make a fortune in China at the moment. Um, they can't grow anymore. This was their, this was their last harvest this year. Mm. Um, they are just going to have to let those trees die because even though they've got high security licenses on their properties, they've got zero allocation. Yeah. Which yeah. is insane yeah. to me. Absolutely it insane. insane. It, it is insane. It's heartbreaking. We've got mm. Robbie, um, Robert Albanese with us. He's actually on the SAC. So he's on the Strategic Advisory Committee for Lower Murray Water. Hi, Ali. Um, How are you? Yeah. And a blocky. Hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. Um, just, uh, just with what you were talking about there, um, is there any way you, you know, you're our representative, I'd, I'd hope that you'd be able to push for, um, for us, but... At the moment, with uh, environmental flows, yeah. why couldn't we some of that water be borrowed from the government from environmental flows and put back onto the market to help, um, you know, price relief at the moment? Yeah, look, and I, and I think that that's a good point, and and it's and it's definitely something that that I, I will raise with with Lisa Never. We, we have these ongoing conversations anyway. Um, one one of the things that I've I've um, um, constantly asking Lisa to consider is about, um, you know, putting more pressure on on the upstream states, so, so New South Wales and Queensland, to do one thing which we know would have a profound impact on the availability of water downstream. And it's very simple, and it's to stop floodplain harvesting. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Right? So, so if, if, if New South Wales and Queensland banned that, 
then then the water availability to everybody downstream would be so much better. Um, there would be so much more water available for consumptive use and for irrigation that would drive the prices down yep. and everyone would be better off. Yes, exactly. Now, New South Wales and Queensland won't do it. Now, um, I will, I'll talk straight. Um, because I have a theory about this and I'm not the only one with this theory because there are very politically sensitive areas and and a whole lot of concentration of of party donors up in that particular part of the country and there's certain political elements that don't want to go there. It's always a political, yeah. That's right. Mm. So, so it's 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 not it's not because that just doesn't make sense, or it's just not possible, or mm. whatever. It, it's it's because there is so much political influence at that particular in that particular geographical region mm. that that they've just got a chokehold. Which on, is on on that particular policy, mm, and it's yeah. it's ridiculous because we look at these figures, and Rob sent some to to Donnie and I over the week uh, with some suggestions from his point of view, and I'm like, yeah, that yeah. absolutely makes sense, and and then Donnie will, you know, ask the question, well, why doesn't it make sense for government? That's your reason. Mm. That's your reason right there. As but, you said, Ali, all the um the yeah. states, well, they don't really get along for the water. Um, the states the don't get along anyway, really, no, do but they? No, the way yeah, it's all divided up, it's, no. it's a minefield if you mm. get your head into it. It's um, Well, that's right. The yeah. MDBA, when that was um, first set up, they, they took a third of the water off the irrigators and put it to the environment mm. um, with buybacks mm-hmm. and everything. And if you actually read through the uh, MDBA, there's actually no reference quotes, no, like people do studies and everything, you normally put a reference quote to, um, you know, to be able to look it up after, but there's... Yeah. The MDBA, there's actually nothing like that. Mm. So how can you actually yeah. look up what study they've done? But we are just talking earlier, I don't know if you're aware, and it's on the Mallee CMA, um, you can look it up anywhere there. Uh, from 1887 to 1997, the first 110 years, there was 40,000 hectares developed in the Mallee area. There was a, yeah. they've doubled in the last 20, from 1997 yeah. to 2017, because mm. you know, we've unbundled the water and it, um, you know, we've had expansion everywhere. Mm. Um, but yeah. there's been no infrastructure upgrades. Mm. Um, now that Lisa Neville, she's put a stop to um, to water license to AUL licenses being handed out, but um, mm. that people that got license going to continue to keep on uh, planting, which yeah, of course they should because they've got the AUL license. But South Australia and New South Wales are going to they're still giving them out at the moment, so we're just going to it's going to keep right. doubling more. And there's no infrastructure that's happened since no, I, forty years I, ago. Completely. I know, and and look, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things in this. So so you know, we we had um, a, a federal water minister in in Barnaby Joyce who set a fairly dangerous precedent, which was to mix a fair bit of politics in what should have been fundamentally a scientific um, process. Mm. You know, to be able to say, well, look, how much how much development can happen, how much water can be can be given out, where, whereabouts can we, you know, where are the communities where you know there are permanent plantings which we need to be able to protect, um, versus where where is there you know expansion happening that just can't be sustained. Um, now, now, if, if science had been primarily informing that, I think we probably would have got to a more reasonable place. But as soon as politics gets involved, that's when you find deals for mates. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yep. and who who who's in whose pocket yep. And, yep. and that sort of thing influencing it, right? Mm. Now, having said that, um, it, it would be um, worrying if, if you had somebody who um, didn't have the entire the entire system's interest at heart, having yep. full um, power and responsibility. But 
I think there is still an argument, given that federal governments change from from time to time, to have all of the, this um, decision making power for the for the Murray Basin system to be with the Commonwealth. Now, right. the reason I say that is because we have tried to we have tried to make it work so that the states can agree. Right, but it's not happening. Mm. And if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. Yeah. So to me, and and this is this is a crude way of saying it, but just bear with me. Even if you're the most cynical person about politics, right? Yeah. You're better to have one mob of dickheads in charge, exactly where right. you've got clear lines of accountability, <laughs> yeah. rather than having multiple mobs of dickheads involved, yep. where you can't actually pin anyone down. Yep. Spot on. Yep. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. So. Yep. so yep. So I'm a fan of of of, of the, the Commonwealth taking this over. So at least then we know exactly who to point the finger at. We know exactly where responsibility sits, yeah. and we're much more empowered, I think, as voters mm. to be able to vote them in or out depending on their success. At the moment, it's just a dog's breakfast. You know, I mean, you've yeah, got every right. state doing something different, um, and and it's and it's not serving anyone's interests except for increasingly the handful of corporations yep. who have governments in their pocket. And the problem is, Ali, with that, it it eventually rain and it fills the systems up again, and it's only a band aid effect. Mm. That's right. We're not having anything actually look into the future where we're going to say, right, oh, um, yeah, the barmer choke's going to be made bigger so we can release more water. There's going to mm. be more dam put in dams put in to catch this water. Mm. Like Robbie's got a figure here that. It, Average rainfall takes seven years to fill the Dartmouth. Mm. Now that's been filled yeah. twice in the yeah. last nine years. Mm. Yeah, and, and overflowed. And and we've lost carryover water as growers, where we've put in thousands of thousands of dollars mm. to carry water over to have yeah. water security, and then we've lost that. Yeah, I know. Of, 2006 when we lost carryover, I'm hearing guys have lost up to hundred thousand dollars worth of water. Yeah, sorry, 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and. Yeah, Tony Natale was in here a couple of weeks ago talking about he's a big advocate for dams and we should have put more dams in. Mm. Now, to water to drought prep Australia, why why aren't we yeah. doing that? Yeah, you know, we don't like we don't understand. I know there is a, the environmental impacts and all that kind of stuff, but surely we could work around that to make a good outcome for everybody. Yeah, well, well, look, I, I think I, I think that um, it's unfair that that like, I mean, in terms of dams, one thing I will say is this: I think it's unfair that that um, our growers, yep. you know, family growers, can't establish dams on their properties. Mm. At the same time, you've got places like Cubby Station essentially damming entire rivers, mm. holding it back. Yes. Yeah, and, and and that's okay. Yeah, you know, so so there's a real inconsistency there, and so you know, if if the if if it is the case that, that dams are inefficient and are just not the way to do it, we'll just make make sure no one's doing it. Yeah. Don't let some do it mm. and not others. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if, you know, uh, because it because it. Uh, sorry, Ali. Yeah. No, no, go, go. Yeah. No, I was just going to say I don't know if you're fully aware about the um, with the Barmer choke and the way the system all works, but um, on average, uh, the maximum they can get through the Barmer choke is ten thousand megalitres per day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with all the rapid expansion that's happened here in the last 20 years in the Mallee area, it's estimated about 14 to 15,000 megalitres per day is going to be needed in this area. Mm. So we, in, its, in essence, we're sucking it dry over here. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the average flow past Rumbo is normally six to 7,000 mm. uh, megalitres yeah. per day. So what's actually happening that's coming up, um, this is where we need you to be able to, to make a bit of noise on our behalf. We're actually yeah. going to be... This year we might be okay because the dams are empty um, in South Australia and everything like Lake Victoria, 
and Lakes Alandrina that mm-hmm. Lower Murray are looking at and they're going to call up even private diverters that we could be running at some days at 70, 80% capacity mm. because uh, like mm-hmm. in our peak periods between November and January because we're actually sucking it dry. Mm. Um, yeah. And if you go back to 2016, the um, – the actual river was they hit a peak at 113,302 megalitres was flowing past here on the 14th of November mm. 2016, and then we lost mm. the carryover. The water was flowing out to sea. Now they can go that's on about yeah, you know, don't build dams because we don't get the rain. Well, that's just that's just. Well, then Daniel Andrews came out a couple of weeks ago and said, "Oh, we're not going to build dams because of climate change." Well, yeah. the figures that I'm looking at now, the dams had filled twice in the last nine years, ten mm. years yeah. now. He's saying it's not going to rain because of climate change. Well, it's still going to rain, and it gets heavier. It's going to heavy. So it's going to so rain heavier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see what the problem mm. is too. That um, with Lake Victoria mm. that feeds South Australia. Yes. That um, now by them cutting the Darling River how it's um, cut out at the moment. That mm. it, that pretty much looked after about fifteen percent of South Australia's allocation. Yep. Now mm. what's going to happen is when periods of uh, you can see why the river's a bit high at the moment because we're, it's holding it back here so mm. that we can. Use it in a peak period. Yeah. But any excess flow will go into Lake Victoria and that gets allocated to South Australia. Yep. But in times when that lake is full, that water is lost from Victorian irrigators. Any water that flows into Lake Victoria Mm -hmm. and then it's free water for South Australia if if they're... But it's essentially our water going to... Yes. That's why last year there was actually, in some some spots out at Weeman, the river was actually running backwards because the the flow past here was about 5,000 megalitres per day. And yeah. So it was just, and when they started the pumps up, it was actually running backwards because yeah. they didn't want to allow any excess water to go, to into, go into South Australia. South Australia. Yeah. Wow. Been lost. Yeah, right. Mm, so yeah, so, so, so look, yeah, yeah, look, and, and, and what's, what's important um, is, is for, you know, growers like yourselves to, to make sure that you're, I mean, what I, what I would really like is if you could follow up with, um, you know, a, 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 uh, yeah, an email or mm, something yeah. in writing with, with with some very clear art, yeah. which then I can present to Lisa Neville because yeah. I can do that. You yeah. know, actually, um, sorry, Ali, we actually got got them right here at the minute. Um, yeah, anyone anyone can actually look up. Uh, it's at riverdata. Mdba.gov.au. Mm, yeah. Anyone can look up the flow of mm. rivers and. This is what I was talking about earlier, though, Ali, and I, I, I mentioned to Donnie. It's time that you know farmers in the past have. It's a little bit. It's a little bit of a case of made a rod for your own back because farmers in the past have just head down, bum up, and you know done as they were told and and not made any noise and all the rest of it. And now things have come to. Um, a back-breaking crisis as far as water goes. So it is time for, for you guys to put it in oh, writing definitely. and yep. to get it to Ali and to yep. get all of the growers together to write to Ali so she can bring it up with Lisa Neville, write That's to right. Ann Webster and everybody so that people know what's going on. Like, make some noise. Just There's actually, on, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, just on that, there is um, a growers, com- growers conference at the Green Hotel on uh, Thursday, 24th October. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. runs from 9am to about 4 o'clock. 4 p.m. All day. 4.30. Um, yep. Yeah, pretty much all day, and yep. it's going to be a host of all speakers, so I urge every grower to get It's actually to it. free if you're yes. an irrigator. Yeah. you just, just got to get on the Lower Murray website and register. Yes, put in your assessment number, yeah, mm-hmm. and you'll get in for nothing. Anyone else that wants to turn up, I think it's $75, but you still got to register. Yeah, on the Lower Murray. We'll put it on the Lower website. Yeah. website. Yeah. Yeah. And the Facebook page. So it's in, yeah, like Jay just said, it's in every grower's interest between um, here and Swan Hill and Majuro to jump on board 
because there's no use having these conferences, Rob, and you would have been to a lot like I have. There, no one shows up. Yeah, mm. correct. You know, and then we jump here on a podcast, rant and raving, but then, yeah, if we don't support these things and actually have our say, listen to these guest speakers and, mm. you know, obviously question times and put the put it out there, the squeaky and wheel will get the oil yeah. eventually. And also – As you did with the, the yeah. base hospital, Ali, you know, you, you can't yeah, play hard yeah. there and, and you won. So, yeah. Um, and look, one, one of the other things too, because number one, I would, I would love to, if, if I'm invited to go along to that forum, I think that would be really um, yeah, helpful to me because I'm, I'm on a steep learning curve. Yeah, um, but, um, but also like, what might be good is if we try and get the minister here as well, I, I would love to bring her to Robin Vale so she can talk to you. We oh, would love to have her here. Please bring her. We yeah. would love to have her here. Well, yeah. we did speak yeah. to Steph so, Ryan last week, and mm. she's a shadow minister yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, have, yeah. I gave her the invitation to come down, and I'd drive her around and show her, speak to farmers, and she could get it firsthand. And mm. obviously I'd do that for you, Ali, any time, and yeah. I would do yeah. it for the water minister for sure, mm. you know. Um, yeah, great. And. Look, it's it's one of these issues that we're facing that if if we don't jump up and down now mm. and we wait to see what happens, we're, next year we we didn't die straight, yeah, you absolutely will die straight, yeah. and then we'll be having this conversation yeah. and saying, well, what are we going to do? Well, it's too late. Yeah, it's how, how are you going with that letter to Scomo? Did you get anything back on that? Oh, no, no. So what happened was, because then I, I met with Ann Webster and I, I asked her about that. I said, oh, look, you know, we, we invited ScoMo and he, he hasn't um, responded. Yeah. And she said, oh, no, but I'm talking to him. Mm, oh. Right. So I said, oh, okay. I said, well, would you be able to see if he could maybe just um, write a letter, um, you know, just some sort of, some sort of, I don't know, just acknowledgement of, of the invitation just so that I can tell people, you know, what the yeah. outcome was. Yeah. Mm. Um, and she said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, but but you can just tell people that that he's talking to me. Mm. So, so that's what's happening. I'd love yeah. to get in. I'd love so, to get in on the podcast and mm. see where we're at with that. Yeah, so. maybe do that. That's mm. that's probably a good idea. Get her on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, but yeah. So." So, look, um, we're still, you know, just doing what we can there. Oh. All, all I can do really at that level is, is a lobby. But, but I know that the other the other issue that's come up is accommodation. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. so we've got, you know, in terms of reforming, I guess you could say, the industry, you know, one, one thing is we need to be able to ensure that we don't have that labour exodus, mm. but also quickly we need to make sure that we can start, uh, you know, farmers are, are, are given the, the powers they need to be able to provide good accommodation on their own property. Yeah, correct. Um, so so that's what I'm working on. So we've got a, a Moya issue that we're trying to resolve quickly with the minister now and when I meet with him, I think it's going to be hopefully next week, um, I'm going to raise this issue about the, um, the on-farm accommodation. Is that the minister um, for planning that, is- that you're talking about? Yeah, because yeah, that's the aspect right. of this that is squarely within state government yes. responsibility. Yes. So, so that's my job exclusively. Mm. Um, the, the visa stuff is, is federal government. So, yeah. so my job is more, I guess, as advocate. Well, mm. I'm always advocating, but you know, it's, it's more lobbying. And, and and the feds. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't really, you know, it's, it's not a state government issue. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, right. But it's also, yeah. it's also, um, it's also important that um, that 
you know, blokes like Donny and, and Rob and Blockies let you know what's going on and what they yeah. need because, like you said, it's a steep learning curve for you not being an irrigator. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so the more that these guys can can talk to you and and educate you on what's going on and what their hardships are, I think it's a really good thing. So um, follow it up with an email, yeah. guys. Yeah, we will. Um, Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, that'd be great. We'll, yeah, send yeah. Some, we'll get this information to you that we've got, um, Steph. Uh, sorry, Ali, and oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, it's a steep learning curve for me. This podcast stuff too. So um, <laughs> you're doing so well. Oh, but, um, and you can have a, you can if you can possibly have a look at it and maybe pass it over to Anne next time you see her. Um, and I think we might try to get in contact with her and get her on this podcast. Mm, we've tried. I had a meeting. There was, she was in Swan Hill uh, a few weeks ago um, with some Commonwealth government um, bureaucrats and all the rest of it to sit down about labour. But she's a hard woman to get hold of. Mm. And I'll actually mm. um, I'll, yeah. I'll tag you into what was on Facebook last night about the river, environmental flows coming out of the river. Mm. I think uh, I already tagged yeah, you, Ali. Have, a look, at, have yeah. a look at it. Yeah, uh, Because that yeah, is – it's just – that. To us, that is just rubbing salt into the wounds when we see that kind of stuff. Because yeah, yeah. You know, if we had a hundred percent of our water and that was water available, there wouldn't be a problem. But when we're only sitting on thirty eight percent, we're paying eight hundred dollars a megalitre. Where that's that's yeah. really hurting at the moment, and I'm surprised those pumps are still going because somebody will oh, do something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just off, surprised so. that it's that it's it's so it's really quite cheeky and arrogant mm. to do it. Yeah. In under backyard. farmers' noses, in our backyard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I just find yeah. that heartbreaking. Mm, but who who actually yeah. authorizes all that sort of stuff? Ali, you got any idea on that? Or is it, where's that come uh, from? It, oh, it, it'd be a it'd be a hierarchy. So ultimately, the minister. But I'd yeah. I, I'd be guessing it would be the the CMA. Yeah. Um, okay. But but I'm but I'm not sure. I don't want to drop them in it because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a complex area, and I'm I'm more familiar with our patch than I am with yeah. um. Your end of yeah. the electorate, um, yeah. but um, but yeah, that that's something we can have a look at too. But look, yeah. I'm, I'm very very happy to to contact um, Lisa's office just to get some clarification on that. At yeah. least find out where the where the decision makers are, yeah. Um, and yeah, just just so we've got some answers and just to keep the pressure on in terms of um what what you need, yeah. you know, because we we always come back to that that it's in the interest of all of our electorate that that you guys can do what you do best. Mm. Um, it's not socially, just socially economically. Sorry, you're right. It's yeah, just socially and economically, and and everything. You know, mm. it's it, it, it's important for us and our communities to have family-run farms. It's yeah. not just um, in our best interest, yeah, but it's also in the whole town, our town, but the wider you know, community, the Australian community. Because if we're not producing food, yeah. what's what's going to happen? You know, our, our table grapes are the best in the world. Mm. They are the best yeah. grapes in the world, and if we can't produce them. Yeah, with lack of water, we can't get the quality that we need. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. our, pro- our profits will will you know decline pretty quickly, mm. and um, yeah. obviously we won't be able to sustain what we're doing. Yeah, so. but it's um, yeah, it's been a build up of time. As I said, it's doubled in the last twenty years. So, yeah. and that's mm. just everything. And it's um, the uh, Vic government only put a stop to the um, to the AULs because uh, VFF got on board, the Armin industry got mm. on board about it. Yep. Um, four corners, four corners, yeah. and that's when yeah. something actually got done. Mm. Yeah. Which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. That's right. Yeah. But New South Wales and South Australia still no, bad. and it always yeah. comes back to you know our worse. our blockies are on this side of the river and not playing on a level playing no. field in any regard. No, they're not. No, they're not. That's no. exactly which which goes back to my thing where I, I just feel 
that that we need the Commonwealth. What we need one one um, one government in charge. Yes, because at least then we can then we can have that consistency. Yep. Um, if you've got all these states left to their own devices, what well, one state trying to do the right thing is going to be undercut and undermined by all the others. Yeah, um, and and this is a problem, and it's most obvious, um, you know, to. Well, it, well, it, well it's, it's always going to be obvious in river communities because, by definition, you've got a border. Yeah, that's exactly um, right. So your, your, your next door neighbours, you're going to see it. You're mm. going to see the the, the um, you know the discrepancies, and and you, you're going to feel the feel the um, hit of that. You know, yeah, exactly. um, so so look, this is something that you know we, we, we've just got to get right. That there are so many other factors too, like climate change, which are. Yeah. Um, going to genuinely impact on on the availability of water and mm. and the you know the 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 needs of the environment and and irrigators. But but at the end of the day, we we need everyone to be well served here. Yep. We need to get the balance right. The, the environment's going to need so much water. Um, irrigators are going to need so much water. Um, the irrigators that are relying on all dodgy practices, such as floodplain harvesting, they've got to be the first to go. Not not the irrigators right. that are doing the right thing. Yeah, that's right. And 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 that's the fundamental justice element. I think that mm. that I don't want to be seeing the bad guys win and the good guys lose out. Mm. Yeah. But Ali, yeah. oh, and it might be a silly question, but why? Why is it so hard for the federal government to actually take control of this? Why? Who owns the river? Does New South Wales own the river, or? Well, see, the, the feds, the feds can do. Look, the feds can do whatever they want. Yeah. Really, I mean, so so look. Number one, they could ask the states, and the states could could refer their powers. That's unlikely, right? Because why would New South Wales and Queensland do no. that? Because mm. they're getting they're cowboys. They're getting away with whatever they want. Yeah. So the, the other. The other thing, and I'm not a constitutional lawyer, but yeah. I know a little bit about it. So um, there's a there's a power under the constitution called the external affairs power, and and if if a matter relates to um, if a matter relates to anything that is in a international convention and, and the health of rivers would, um, then then you can then the, the government is able to come over the top. So, in other words, take take the powers of the states and and run its own show, yep. and and it happened back in the eighties with the Tassie Dams case. Yep. So um, there was a very controversial constitutional law case back then. Um, it was a, a major hot topic. Um, they were going to dam the, the Gordon River, um, and in Tasmania, and it was a major federal election issue. I mm. think it was maybe Malcolm Fraser versus Bob Hawke, but anyway, Bob Hawke, as an election commitment, said, "I'm going to take over." Right. I'm going to use the external affairs power to take over responsibility so that the Tasmanian government isn't going to be able to dam that river. Um, and then that's what happened. Of course, hugely controversial because, you know, they'll say it's anti-democratic and it's, it's you know, we, we live in a federation where we've got, you know, different states who should have autonomy. Mm. But I would say that when it comes to a crisis, yep. um, a crisis of our very survival, then, yes. then that's the sort of um, thing that would uh, would justify the Commonwealth taking that sort of fairly extreme action, but something that is still within their power to do. Yeah. Um, so so that's, 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 I think, where we're at with yeah. this. Um, I, I think it's just not working having all the states. Um, and and I, it's a controversial view that I have. I've spoken to other MPs and they, they um, disagree with me very strongly. Um, but I just, I can't see any 
can't see any other way around it. At the very least, we need we need one clear chain of accountability. We don't have that, and we need consistency between the states. Not Victoria trying to do its heavy lifting, and New South Wales is laughing in its face. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's it. Uh, Victoria on does a, do on a lot. Another of... issue here, Ali. While we've got you quickly, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Sea Lake Road. How's that progressing at the moment? Yeah. So Robinvale Sea Lake Road. So so what? Um, because just in because case we've got a truck water in, does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. So look, so so they, as you know, they we we showed the, um, the minister early on after I was elect, elected the 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 state of the um, Robin Bell Sea Lake Road, and she acknowledged yeah. that it was in bad shape. Yeah. Unfortunately, rather than commit to fixing it or rebuilding it, which is what it, what needs to happen, she reduced the speed limit. <laughs> so we were pretty upset about that and we were very clear that that was not what we had in mind when we took her there and in good faith had those conversations with members of the community, um, you know, councillors and, um, you know, local people. And, um, and so we were extremely disappointed by that. Um, what they've done then is they've said um, we will allocate $2.9 million to restoring, the, so in other words, to patch it up yep. um, and restoring it to um, enough safety so that it can be 100. That's, that's probably better than nothing. Mm. However, it remains that what, what we want and what our communities deserve is for a road that is safe. Mm. Um, not just safe enough, but as safe as any other road you would expect in, you know, where you've got um, school buses um, with B doubles, with yep. all sorts of, you know, with training traffic, cars. whoever. Yeah. 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 You know, so so basically um, we've made it really clear to the minister. We've said, number one, um, we acknowledge that you've, you've understood the urgency here of, of improving or as in bringing that speed limit back up. Mm. Um, but we, but, but this is one of two steps. Step one, restore the speed limit. Step two, fix the road. Yeah. And so that means $2.9 million now. And my goal is to have $30 million by the end of the term. Yeah. That'll help. Yeah. Amen. Think, <laughs> were, you happy, yeah. <laughs> were you happy with the outcome when the, Premier come up with the uh, drought relief for our Millawa farmers last week. Were you happy with that? Well, well, look, I, you know, I, I was, um, I was really happy. So, uh, this is how it played out for me. When I heard about it, I was delighted. Like, I was so so excited that you know, thirty one million dollar drought assistance package. Um, the, you know, that was that was in the sort of ballpark that I wanted. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for the Millawa to get that sh- well. So that was the ballpark figure I wanted. Um, the thing I'm keeping my eye on now is is what part, what proportion of that our Miller farmers are going to get, yep. and and also um, how how the money is allocated. I guess so. So we want to make sure that with our farmers, they're not having to you know fill out too many forms yep. or having to get mm. you know dicked around too much yep. with you know oh, you've got to you know show us this and da 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 and give yep. us a kidney and then hand over the life of your firstborn <laughs> yep. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. yep. so we want to. We want to keep an eye on that and, and to make sure that not too much of that money gets sort of um, sucked up in the bureaucratic systems and, and not actually to the farmers where they need it. Yeah. Um, so so um, I, I'm happy and, and I'm optimistic, but, but I'm not taking anything for granted and I'm not being complacent because mm. we, we, we just need to make sure that um, this isn't just about good intentions, but that those good intentions 
translate into meaningful assistance for our farmers. Mm. Well, you better get on his back about more funding because if we haven't got water, we'll all be looking for some drought assistance in yeah, next well, year. No, so, I get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing yeah. you for so sure. Absolutely. If we start lobbying now, we might be might be get something by this time next year. So, but Fingers anyway, crossed. Ali, great to chat to you like always. Um, thanks for listening yeah, to our concerns. Thanks, we'll um, we'll get some info out here. We'll get some info out to you, and you can have a look at it. And uh, we'll see you at the uh, growers conference. Yeah, we'll. Um, That'd be great. It's out there, but people don't know about it. And yeah. Mm. yeah, I was yeah, gobsmacked when Rob sent me some of these figures. Like I hadn't seen her. Oh, I wish mm. we had them last week when Steph was. Yeah, here. but um, yeah. From now on, when we talk water, Rob, you're in. So yeah, that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you uh, can be our water correspondent. But um, you know, <laughs> yeah, look, no, it's, it's there in, in black and white. And I think just got to urge every grower to get on this Lower Murray website, yeah. register for this conference. Mm. Yeah. It's a day. It's we're not. Yeah, we're, not, we're not 100% working yeah. at the moment. We're just doing a bit of spraying and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Put a day aside, Thursday the 24th, yeah. put a day aside. Plan around it. You know, yeah. Don't say, oh, it's a waste of time, nothing's going to get done. Because if you don't get there, nothing mm. will get done. Because oh. if 150 people can get into this this function, yeah. now if we get that all growers, mm. they may, no, we'll mean business. Mm. But no, if right. we only get 20 growers and they fill it with who they want to fill. Yeah, and that's what they'll look at too. If exactly. they look at... If they look at a room where there's only 20 growers, they're like, oh, well, it's not a problem. Exactly. That's they don't right. care. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's time for growers, and I can't stress this enough, it is time for growers, and I'll be frank, yeah. get off your bum exactly. and start making some noise yeah. and start lobbying. And get onto the Mallee Catchment Authority website. We'll put it on ours as well with yeah. all of these figures. And it shows you clearly how how rapid the development's been in yeah. the Mallee. Exactly. And, and it has been yeah. rapid. Unbelievable. But the, the infrastructure well, hasn't the, kept up. They've been talking about infrastructure for God knows how many years now. Mm. It's, it's yeah, you go back. There's a Bradford scheme, Bradfield yep. scheme that was proposed back in 1930s. Yep. Um, to divert water from up in top of Queensland yep. across the Great Dividing Range. Yep. Dick Pratt, 30, 20, 30 years ago. Yep. He, he wanted each state to put in 100 million. He was mm. going to pipe water down. Mm. Jeff Kennedy even had you know, a dam site. He did. Before yep. he got kicked out. Yep. Um, yeah, but then these you know, time goes on, and what happens? Uh, we're in a drought. Governments change. Government change, yep. and it rains, and oh, yep. everyone forgets about it. Yeah, exactly. correct. But in the meantime, everything just keeps growing. That's and right, and that's the thing. It does yeah. rain, and and it goes quiet a little bit yeah. because you know there's water there, and everyone's got a smile on their face. Yeah. But we need to be thinking five generations from yeah, now. It's not right. even fifty years. We need to start thinking five generations. Well, you take take things for granted, like. I've I've been over in um in China and they're actually creating rivers yep. for agriculture. Yep, man-made rivers. Um, yeah, man-made rivers. Uh, yeah. Peru, they've piped through the Andes Mountains yep. to the desert. Yeah. Um, Imagine if the Greens yeah. could get hold of that. Oh. Like it just wouldn't happen in Australia because just, of because it, of that. It just that what I understand is that we can go and give the US 150 million dollars to go and look to for, go to the moon, yeah, look for somebody mm. on space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We got, we can drought proof Australia pretty easily. Yep. 
And it's Imagine what that 150 million could oh. do as far as a damn scheme yeah, goes. I think Pratt, before he passed away, yeah, it was in his best interest because of Visiboard and he sells yeah. a lot of you know, cardboard yeah. and whatever. But Correct. he was going to put 100 million of his own dollars in yeah. as long as every state matched it. Yep. And the drought breath for Australia. Now, yep. they knocked that back. Yep. Like, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing that you're thinking, well, you've got a bloke here that's willing to put $100 million into it. Yeah, but like Ali said, it all comes back to politics, yeah, who no, the donors right. are, who's playing the game. Unfortunately, and it's the same with every government on the planet. It stinks. Um, it does stink. It, it stinks. absolutely stinks. Um, but making more noise is the only oh, way we're no, going to get right. heard. That's so, why we've got to get to this conference. Yes. Um, there's guest speakers yeah. And make sure you invite Ali. Send Ali an oh, email. Yeah, um, make sure yeah. you invite her. Also, before you go, uh, make sure you grab a sandwich and a wrap. Oh, yeah. Women's store have yeah, uh, yeah. have delivered it's lunch again, which is perfect. Yeah. And it is lunch now. Uh, smoke. Yeah, it's lunchtime now. But so Rob, make sure you, you grab know, it. It's, um, I didn't honestly didn't know you were in the sack. Or yep. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> 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 you're in the sack committee anyway. Um, but when you you obviously heard our. Um, our conversation with Steph last yeah. week and you got in contact with me. Um, Which is great. Yeah, yeah The exactly. fact that, that people like you are listening and... Yeah, and, and I heard and, about you know. the podcast and um, when they said Donnie was on, I was like, oh, bloody, I heard enough of Donnie <laughs> for 15 years of footy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I listened to one. I was like, oh, no, it's good because they were talking about the water and I thought, yeah, I'll... Yeah. Yeah, well, it's an important issue. Like, it, yeah. there's nothing... There's probably, at this time of year, there's nothing more topical at the moment. Than water. water. Oh, there's one more thing, which is a labour hire. The labour, yeah. Obviously, yeah. that changes on the 29th of this month. Yeah. We can't – we've got to use li- uh, licensed contractors. Yeah. Um, so that's the other one. But the water issues, to me personally, is mm. bigger. Oh, that's, mm. um, that's, yeah, uh, because we need water be, to survive. Correct. Yeah. But the, the labour, well, you know, we're just going to make sure we've got to get someone that's it's, doing yeah. the right thing. It's and the labour and the planning. And yeah. like Ali said, the the planning minister, the being able to put on-site accommodation, people have yeah. a go at council. It doesn't – Solely rest with council. We call it our planning scheme, but it's yeah. not. It's the states, yeah. um, and it's the state planning mess. We talked right. to Tim Smith about that a couple of yeah. weeks ago. Um, so the fact that she's having conversation with him is also great. So, but also to plug yourself and and the Swan Hill Council, because you do get a lot of flack. I know that you have got a um, a, position a position paper, paper. Uh, yeah, on this water at the moment. It's yes. basically what we've spoken about today. So yeah, there's a lot of that in there. So yeah. you actually are backing us, which is great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And, and Bill Moore, the Lower Murray is backing us. No, as well. Lower Murray, yeah. they copped. They've been actually fantastic. Like yeah. they're the ones that brought up the issue um, first about the uh, Barmachoke and, yeah. and all the development here. Yeah, um, there's there's some blokes on there that and women that have been on there for you know 30, 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, they picked up on it and yep. they, they're the ones that are learning. Yeah, because they, they've got the, the gift of history. So, yeah. Um, yeah, all these, you know, they're they're the scapegoats. We're the ones that, that are going to take the hits all the time. Oh, but yeah. with things like this, if we get can at least educate people and make people more politically yeah. aware of what's going on and this is why we're in the situation we're in, then Let's we'll give some power back to the people. Exactly. Rob, right. thank you very much ah, for coming well. in. Thanks, it's been yeah, a lengthy right. chat but well yeah, worth it, no, I think. So thanks very much. I don't think for, anyone's um, going to... Um, Going to argue? Going to argue with a chat over water because it's our lifeline. No, that's right. Grab a sandwich and a wrap from the Wendman's store. They're delicious. Thanks, Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me. Catch up. It was well worth coming in. Sorry, Donnie, your earphones too loud, are they? Yeah, getting old. Just got to... We'll get closer to the microphone. Yes, yes, a bit loud, but anyway, very good chat with uh, Robbie and uh, Ali. Mm, And now we've got uh, podcast favourite, Quentin. 
Oh, thanks Nordo. for doing me a favour. <laughs> well, you are. Um, and also thanks for Charlie. I think it was last week that you mentioned that I'm Nordo to most people. So yeah. um, if people don't know who this Quentin person <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, that's it's, uh, right. it's Nordo. Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy uh, when you sent a text back calling him second-rate Nordo. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, fair. Yeah. He was funny. Charlie was quite funny last week. Yeah. I thought I was going to. I was tossing up between poor man's Nordo and second rate. So I, was, <laughs> I don't know if I went with the right one. Oh well, he was good. I thought he was uh, first rate. What did you call him? Chalutz. <laughs> he did a really good job, actually. I, I, no, I was impressed. He's, yeah. he's done well. He stepped up to the bar. He's, well, uh, there was a very we all bar know. to do, so. We, we all know Charlie can mumble a little bit. Well, when he gets I thought he was all right. Yeah, no, he was great. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. he, was, he was really nervous when he came in. He's oh, like, right. oh, I don't know. Oh, it know, takes about three seconds. To, I'll tell you who else has done a good job. The girls at the Weeman's oh, shop. Yeah. Have a look at that. Yeah, it's no, a perfect spread. Do you do the races, Noto? Uh, well, we tossed up this year, um, this we being uh, the RDHS board, we were yeah. tossing up between the races and the Salami Festival. Unfortunately, yeah. they're happening on the same day. Yeah. So oh, Salami Festival this week. This week, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, no, we're... This year we're going to the Slummy Festival, but yep. I have done the races in the past. Yeah. So this this sort of box of sandwiches and wraps and baguettes, and I love a baguette, um, perfect to take to the races. Oh. Perfect to take to the races. Takeaway boxes that they provide. It's yeah. Amazing. Don't yeah. have to worry about bringing your own platters back and all the rest of it. Um that's a great idea, particularly for someone like me. I'm so unorganised and I'll take a box of Savoy's and think that'll do me and have a hot dog later on and spill it down my frock. And, <laughs> and you'll be, uh, nothing to eat, drinking. Exactly, sitting in the sun and it just gets yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Something like this, a couple of baguettes on the way down because that's what would happen if I'm sitting with food on my lap on a Is bus. Is that after you've had the gastro to get into your dress? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> once I'm into the dress, all bets are off. You can put beer and sandwiches and everything. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. I should tell my folks because uh, they're going. They're coming down to my place and uh, heading off to the races. So, Are they? Yeah. yeah. So yeah well, there you go. Tell them, I'll get them on board. Yeah. yeah get Jess and uh, mm. Jess and Kez to do a um, a platter for you. Hey, Kez actually had a very funny story about her mum and a magpie. Oh right! You, you yeah, put the yeah, call yeah. out. I put it out there last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I did tag you in something on Facebook. Did you see? That I one? did see that. That poor reporter. But the, yeah, <laughs> the Queensland poor somewhere. reporter. But also, that magpie was going around stealing hearing aids. Yeah, like taking hearing aids. That's pretty close. That's yeah. awful. But the story that ma- um, that Kerry was telling me about her mum. It was a few years ago, um, and she was talking about um, I don't know. Her mum was getting attacked by a magpie and bl- drew blood, like picked yeah, her in the back of the head yeah. and drew blood. Yeah. Like that, that happened That's to me at cool. primary school. That's not cool. Yeah. I remember kids always coming to – there used to be a massive gum tree. It's not there anymore. Yeah. Massive gum tree. And we in back in those days, in the olden days, um, we used to ride or walk to school yep. under this gum tree – and I reckon if there wasn't 60% of the kids that didn't come to school with blood yeah. on their head or, yeah. you know, pecks out of the side. I had I used to ride my bike quite frequently and I remember riding not too long ago, this was only two years ago, riding in the high country over near Nagambi um, and not giving a thought to what time of the year it was and it was the first week of October, riding along happily, listening to my music or whatever and all of a sudden got this massive almighty whack on the yeah. back of my head, ended up on the ground, like it hit me that hard, yeah. lost balance. Wearing a helmet? 
Wearing absolutely wearing a helmet for safety first, um, but yeah, lucky I was because yeah. this magpie. I had no idea what had hit me. Did, magpie wasn't even top Ooh, of my yeah. no. Yeah. I've turned around while I'm on the still clipped into my bike pedals, mind you. Turned around and this magpie has come at me again, like straight for me, and I've screamed like a little girl. Um, but it's taken a chunk out of the side of my helmet. I've still got the helmet. Yeah. Taken a huge chunk out of the side of my helmet. Angry, angry beings. They are rats with wings. They are <laughs> just your, awful. In your profession as an Ambo, have you ever been called out to a magpie attack? No. Oh, no. There you go. But I, uh, I, I was I was listening to Abdul this morning. Yeah. Oh, that's an amazing podcast. Mm. And I, I can't wait until mm. Sunday to the next For part. the next one. Yeah. And uh, I do think that in the next one, perhaps you may have to have a disclaimer about <laughs> some of the medical advice that he's giving out. <laughs> Uh, From our day, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm uh, referencing the uh, treating snake bites with, with tobacco. Uh, tobacco. <laughs> um, possibly not best practice, yeah. and uh, you know the not peer, here anyway. No, no. The, the peer reviewed journals I haven't seen no. on, the, on the tobacco. So I have treated that's snake bites, and uh, so that's about it. Snake bites, uh, spider bites, yeah. but no magpies. No, no. no I wonder if people anything. are too embarrassed to call the amber because if you've got a chunk taken out of the back of your head like you need stitches yeah and heads bleed yeah oh they really do you'd know that donny playing footy like yeah, you get no, a chip a on few. your head yeah mm. no, they, especially right above your eye for some mm. reason just won't stop mm. uh, so would, yeah, yeah it just yeah. keeps on going but like i said earlier my my magpie situation is under control i'm um, not comfortable with you saying it's been relocated with that look on your face i know <laughs> nobody else can see it but i'm not comfortable being, with that um, it's gone to a better place. <laughs> gone to a, a better forest. No, oh, so, God. But, that's all. I'll yeah, say, don't. But, um, uh, mm-hmm. but, all right. Um, Thirty k's down the road. Mm-hmm. At a, a sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it's definitely going to love the place where it's at. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's let's change the subject. It's Mental Health Month, not mm. it? It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mental Health Weekend, but unfortunately, uh, we couldn't fit uh, Osher's. Yeah. Uh, did read that, yeah. Timing into this week, but mm. next week is coming. Yeah. Uh, yes. very exciting. exciting. It's so exciting. I've got a quick question on that, mm. which was asked by my daughter last mm. night. What yeah. age do you have to be? No, it's all ages. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, mm. all she ages. Wanted to come. Everyone can yeah. come. It Everyone. will be confronting, though, yeah. having read his book, and I've got it here for you. Look, yeah. Because we're giving this away. Um, all you have to do to win this book, copy of his book, is um, just sign up on the website to the mailing list, yeah. and um, and we'll give it away to someone that is already signed up or has been. Um it is a really confronting book and particularly from the last half of it, he talks a lot about um, suicidal ideation and, yeah. and, and things like that. So it is quite confronting. Um, I found myself in tears, a lot of it. His story and my and this sounds weird and my husband hangs it on me a bit, but his story and my story are very similar. Mine, obviously, a lot more low profile. But yeah. same thing. We've crossed paths a lot of times during our our careers. Um, it's a really, really similar story. So for me, this book is one of the most important books on mental health I've ever read. Um, and you get given a lot. When you're sick, people give you books and they give mm. you books. And I've had it so – when you're that sick, for me anyway, I couldn't read a book. Mm. I couldn't concentrate for long enough to string more than two sentences together um, in my head because it's just too noisy. But afterwards, a book that's this relatable has been – I would I would say that's the most important yeah. mental health book that I've ever read. Yeah. Yes. Hands amazing. down. Yeah. And he speaks like that um, – 
when he does give these talks, and he does a lot of work um, on mental health now because um, he does enjoy talking about it, um, but it is confronting. So apparently for a 14-, 15-year-old... Apparently it's not all um, that heavy too, though. He no. makes it light and entertaining as well. So, I mean, yeah. as entertaining as... To uh, a point. As, as like there is a be. couple, particularly towards the end, um, there's a couple of bits where I found myself giggling yeah. giggling a bit, but yeah. there is a lot of – I'm talking from the, the point of view of a 14-, 15-year-old yeah. kid. Um, it can be quite confronting, but if they're, they're struggling sure. with mental yeah. health anyway, it would be really good to know that they're not alone, yeah, that they're feeling – because the same – when you read the book or when you listen to listen to the book on audiobook, um, you find yourself nodding a lot because yeah. you know that's exactly, that's exactly how yeah, it happened yeah. for me and that's exactly how – how it's, I know it's happened for somebody else. And then he talks about his wife, Audrey, um, who's his second wife, and about how important she was in his continued recovery. And I think that's where the tears really started for yeah, me because yeah. the support network around someone that's suffering with some mental illness is by far one of the most important things. Apart from your health professionals, you, yeah. you need a really good GP, you need a good psychologist and a good psychiatrist, um, which can sometimes be hard to come across come by yep. in our neck of the woods. Um, you know, we have visiting professionals from from Melbourne or Sydney or wherever. Um, but having support there for carers is also really vital. But acknowledging how, how important they are yep. um, and how rough it can be on them, um, and it can be. Because for someone that's suffering, um, we use those – and I say we because – I suppose I'll always consider myself always recovering um, because if you don't watch it, which is why I go out on my mental health runs, although I might have to reconsider that because the last two times I've come back and I've been more furious than I was when I set out. <laughs> you found a dead body. Right? I didn't find I did hear on the podcast. It sounded interesting. Yeah, but today I couldn't get across the track because the water is up and I just I lost my collective mind at oh the amount God. of water down there. Anyway... Hold the story. But those closest to us uh, become your punching bag a lot of the time. Um, so when he talks about how Audrey stuck with him and and whatever, it was much the same for me. But my mum and dad in particular and then my my now husband, um, if you haven't got that support there, it can be all shades and of And you know what? I think shit. there's been a shift in society as well. In mm. the, it's a lot more open these days about mm. mental health and Definitely, about people yeah. going through struggles. And so mm. there is a bit of a shared burden now. Of, mm. um, so everyone you know is aware and, and knows. And this yep. – um, bringing Osha here and just talking about stuff like suicide. And we've mm. got a new um, suicide prevention network yeah. in Robinvale as well. So, mm. so that's good. So there'll be, you know, this – um, I suppose exposure so mm. that people can um, have make that a shared responsibility mm. for everyone. So there doesn't have to be you know the the core crux of people that the burden falls on. Mm, that's it. You don't have to to wear it on your own. Yeah, I suppose, which is good. The suicide prevention network. Talk to us about that. Uh, so we've uh, just established it pretty much. So the Wesley uh, Mission uh, mm. is a like a well, it's a church type group. It's yep, a philanthropic yeah. group, but yep. that's um, aside from that, they've actually financed uh, for these um, suicide prevention networks ago. Uh, there's all, all different networks around Australia. So they mm. come in, they give us seed funding to, mm. to set up a network and yep. to um, get uh, prevention um, happening. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully after, you know, six months of helping us out and uh, getting us established, then we can continue that on and uh, make it a self-sustaining network mm. where we continue the, the work. So as far as suicide prevention goes how do we go about that 
Well, that's a tough one. It's a very tough, and this is because uh, we're in the infancy of the the actual group. Mm. Uh, that's the discussions that we're going to be having. So, where where are the services that we've currently got? Mm-hmm. And where are the gaps? Mm-hmm. What are the things that we need? You know, what can we? So, as as the group itself, we're not um, about the the actions of supporting people or you know providing a service, mm. but we're about advocating for services to come into town. And, right, and yep. you know creating yep. the 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 tool to be able to get. Uh, more services, yep. and more um, professionals. Awareness. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. so it is sometimes really hard. If you need, if you're on a mental health plan, you need to find a psychiatrist. Yep. or a psychologist. Living and in some, life, and some people don't even know now what the services are. Mm, you know yeah. that. So you know, mm. the first step, I suppose, is uh, creating a map of like, well, this is what we've got. Yeah. This is who who the people are that yep. you need to that you can talk to and all yep. that sort of stuff. So, yep. Yeah, it's in its uh, infancy. We've only mm. uh, done full uh, two sort of um, actual meetings. Yep. Uh, so I'm actually heading off because I'm on holidays. I'm yep. beyond joyed about being on holidays. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I'm uh, being the irresponsible father and heading off uh, to a conference uh, while, oh. while uh, I'm on holidays. Mm. And so I'm heading off uh, over to Hobart for the Suicide Prevention Network conference. Right, okay. So it's, uh, it's timely because uh, we can, I can go there, uh, look at uh, what other networks have done, yep. what, how they've uh, structured themselves. And yep. it's all about the local response though. Yep. So um, for different local areas will have a different response of what, you know, how they can see it working mm. or, or can make it work. Mm. And so I'll come back hopefully with a, a lot of bright ideas about what other people have done and then that can be shared with our network so we can, you know, provide some, um, you know, some support, some mm. good programs. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So that's It's needed. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. And to have this seed funding from a, a philanthropic coming in and, and uh, saying, look, here you go. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great news. Yeah, yeah, that is, it's awesome news. So um, people that want to go along to hear Osha speak need to register with Network House with Carolyn. Essential. That's yes. fantastic. Essential. Oh, well, when I say essential, we really would like those numbers before uh, we set up the night. Yes. The night. So we're, we're, is it actually going to be in the theatre part? or Yeah, well, yeah. it depends on numbers, but yeah. at this mm. stage the numbers are looking like we'll have to put it in the um, – In the hall? In the, well, in in the uh, ballroom area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there'll be hopefully some um, other services that are uh, yep. around, the, around the sides, mm-hmm. you can yep. see, and uh, there'll be yeah, Osher himself up on – Yep. Yep. stage that we've got there. So mm-hmm. that's where we're looking at it. And uh, numbers at, at the moment uh, that have actually rung up and registered mm. uh, are looking low, but we know, really? but we know people oh, yeah. are yeah. actually going to go. Yeah, yeah. So what we're saying is can you please uh, ring up yeah. and register. You can yep. email through too. Exactly, yeah. whatever. Mm. You know, get a message through, a Facebook yep. message, whatever it yep. is yep. To, to Carolyn at yes. the workhouse. And um, even if you do forget, whatever it is, please still turn up. Yep. Like it's not... It doesn't mean it just means it helps us out on the yeah, you know, yeah. helps move. and by us you mean Carolyn because you won't be there. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, awesome. Yeah. You're gonna go along? Definitely. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, there's three for my family, um, mm. plus my mother wants to come along, so there'll be mm. four of us. I'm yep. trying to get my father to come along, but yep. pretty old school and oh yeah, doesn't need to listen to that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I'm trying to get him to get across there yeah, because yeah. um it doesn't matter how old or obviously how young if you can handle it, but mm. I think it's going to be worthwhile for everybody. Exactly, right. it's all so about awareness. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's what you know. It's yeah, just my my dad's in his seventies now, but who's to say? But that. that's exactly yeah. the yeah, exactly, that's yeah. exactly that demographic that don't talk. Exactly, oh, they clam said, up yeah. and they don't talk yeah, about yeah, exactly anything. Right. And then well, your dad would be around the same age. Yep. Yeah, and my dad's been through the same sort of struggles. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You know, there's been, but it was always. 
Ah, uh, yeah. A man doesn't cry. Mm. A man's strong for his family mm. and, and all that kind of stuff. And mm. Unfortunately, what people don't realise too is that you um, well, for want of a better, like, see, your, your happiness levels mm. actually decrease in older age. Yeah. Do so, they? Yeah. So why is that why? That's no, why you're already uh, grumpy. <laughs> So the I thought it's because you just have kids, mate. <laughs> no, well, that, 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 no, that's really, yeah. So when uh, you know we go to um, nursing homes or whatever it may be, then a common um, tablet in their pillbox is mm. a, an antidepressant. Or yeah, a, um, really. Tablet. Yeah, so it's just a common thing that. Um, so exercise, obviously, mm. you know, good lifestyle, that, that all helps. Um, yeah, but um, it's just a, a natural decline of, of what happens. Yeah, and right. it's amazing how many people do suffer. Mm. You know, like it's. I was probably going back, say, 10 years ago or whatever, I'd say, oh, you know, it's no such thing. It doesn't mm. happen, you know. It's um, it's an easy way out to say that and all oh. that kind of stuff. Now, the more you hear of it, the more you hear about people struggling with mm. it, it, it's an illness, you know. You need oh, to yeah. know more about it. You mm. need to get out there and get informed because you don't might naturally know you've got it, mm. but you've got to get out there. Johnny, I thought that. the same thing. When mm. I first started having anxiety attacks, I thought I was having a heart attack because mm. I was – I'd been in the past in uh, – in, a couple of relationships with people that had suffered. Yeah. Um, but when I started having anxiety attacks and literally would pass out, mm. I thought I was having a heart attack. And then when and, someone said... And can I tell you that uh, like clinically it's very mm. hard to distinguish as an ambo mm. the yeah. difference between the two. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, you are having physical symptoms. Correct. Like it, it's not just, uh, you know, when you're talking about mental health, it's you yeah. think it's just, a you know, oh, it's all in your head. But mm. it isn't. It's actually a physical representation of what's happening yes. mentally. So... You're having physical symptoms that mm. are very uh, close to mimicking mm. a heart attack. Yeah, and, and that's scary. what it, you feel like you're going to die. Mm. You yeah. really did. And I had, at the time, I was like, so, so, f I thought so far from any person that would ever suffer from depression, yeah. bipolar, anxiety, anything like that. And then by the third time, you end up in the ER. And I was in Darwin at the time, and the doctor said there, I reckon he'd checked, you know, whether I'm pregnant, how my yeah. heart was, put me on the ECG, all that kind of thing. Um, and he said, it's anxiety. Like he'd ruled out everything yeah, else yeah, and went, yeah. I reckon you have any anxiety attack. And I kind of went, no as way. if. Yeah. Um, and then it sort of spiralled and spiralled until it got to the point where I went, oh, yeah, I'm in trouble here. Do something yeah. yeah. Um, and it, can, it doesn't discriminate. It can hit oh. anybody. Yeah. Um, at, at any time. At too. any time. Mm. Yeah, yeah you, at you, any age. You could be possibly at your happiest point. In yeah, your life and uh, all of a sudden. That's that's what people don't understand, Quentin. Is that oh, what's he got to be depressed about? He's this, yep. he's that. He's got this, he's got that. And yep, it's not it's not about what you got <laughs> and where you are in your life. It's no. just it happens. Yeah, so, and um, it's it's that noise in your head. And I'll get back like I'll go back to Osha's book all the time because it's so relatable. It's yeah. that noise in your head that just doesn't switch off. So when he talks about suicide, I totally get where he's coming from because it gets so noisy in your head and it physically hurts mm. you've physically got a headache all the time your body aches you're so exhausted you, i mean i've spent a month on mum and dad's lounge room mm. you're so exhausted because you're battling this thing in your head all the time and really the only thing that works is that collective um working together with a good Small gp group. with yep. a good therapist and the medication yeah. and it's that it takes a couple of times for you to go to admit okay well i'm sick enough and he talks about it as well. And again, he talks about how he didn't want to take antipsychotics because then he'd have to admit that he was having psychosis. Yeah. I was the same. And we're medication buddies, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it takes a couple of times to go, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to do it 
without it. I can run as much as I want or I can do as much as I want. And you might go th- – I went through three psychologists until yeah. I found um, – Something that worked for you. Something that worked for me. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's just one of those things that you just – it takes – it's that first step of – Admitting that something's not right, even if you are at that point, and people will say to you, what are you going to be depressed about? Yeah. Well, nothing. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I've got nothing to be depressed about, but you try and switch my head off. Yeah. Um, and that's the hardest bit. So if you're in that that space where you, you can't sleep at night or if you're sleeping all the time or if, you know, you get that obsessive – for me it was exercise, it was running because I'd run all the time mm-hmm. and count my steps because that would – Quite your mind off it, yeah. 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 Um, you know, if you any, it's behavioural changes that I notice first. Apart from the the physical stuff that I thought was a heart attack. Um, if you're noticing these types of things, then we've got a network now that can help you go and see your GP. That's the first thing. Go and see your GP first of all. Um, and if it gets really bad, the ambos are always there. Yeah, mm. yeah, well, that's right. And um, really, we're just a referral pathway mm. to to try and get you mm. into help and. And that's the way it should be. Like, it's a long road, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it with is. With mental health, it's a long road. But and you've got to get it started. But, you mm. know, the, the first step in any journey mm. is just, you know, taking that yeah. one step, yeah. and, step and making contact. So, yeah. Mm. yeah it's, but it's um, great that we've got so. that support in our town now, which mm. is really good. You know, otherwise, you'd have to leave, obviously, go to Majora or so, Swan Hill or somewhere to, mm. to seek that. But now it's in your backyard, so there's no excuse, really. Mm. Exactly mm. right. Mm. Um, which is great. Mm. So, so, yeah, look, get along. Get along to it and make sure we support it. Yes. Get and in if contact you d- with Carolyn. Get yes. With yeah, make sure she's got numbers so she knows how many, uh, how many chairs to put out. Now, are we going to be able to grab Osha for podcast next week? Yes. Great. Oh. Do I have to sit in the car with yes. – Yes, as Sue's driving. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Another conversation in cars. You're out or you can come if you want. Oh, no, no. I'll let you have yeah. your glory. <laughs> you have your awesome. glory. Yeah, yeah. great. Um, that'll, it'll be a really – it'll be an interesting conversation at yes. the very least. Um, yes. I, it, I actually can't wait. It'll be like two crazies in a car yeah, yeah, talking. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. That's that's fine. He'll kick you out halfway, Jay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he that's appropriate too. language. Yeah. Would, uh... Well, I can, I can say we're crazy. And this is, again, this is the kind of language, and Osha uses the same sort of thing. There's a couple of lines in, his, in this book that are gold. He says at one point, because when he – when I worked in Capsu at Nova, yeah. he was at he was doing Australian Idol at the time, and he had also won Cleo Bachelor of the Year, and he was known as being a bit of a showbiz jerk. Yeah. And he talks about that. He came into Nova One Hundred, and I was working with Husey, Kate, and Dave at the time. He didn't remember Husey, who had given him a logie for oh Australian Idol. God. So that's where this reputation has yeah, come yeah. from. But he talks about how he was eating his own bullshit. And calling it cake. Um, And he's absolutely right. But, you know, there's a bit of language that anyone that suffered, like I call it, uh, me and my husband, he calls me crazy all the time. I do the same back to him. It's just one of those, you know, if you're it, you can say whatever you want. So that's my disclaimer there. So it will be kind of um, It'll be be a good conversation. I I can't wait. And then, well, if people can't, Come along, listen to the podcast. Yeah, and, uh, you know there'll be a lot of oh, same sort of things. Really want everyone about. to get along. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. would be good. It would be, be yeah, really would be really great to fill that place. Show of strength. We'll, we'll yeah. fill it. I reckon we'll get. How it. many um how many people can the ballroom hold? A heap. A like, heap. Yeah. Oh, I was five hundred from your wedding. So yeah. did you have your wedding reception there? <laughs> yeah, but that would have all been out in tables. No. Oh yeah, in tables. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say you would have had a fee. So you, 
Yeah, you, so you'd fit more than 500. Oh, you could fit 1,000 in there then yeah, in rows then. Easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Make sure you register. Get on. Noro, thanks for coming in while you're on no holidays. Worries. We're thanks talking mate. to your daughter Anytime. a bit later too. Yeah, I know. It's all wow, in the family. Oh, it is. I put a that bit was, of dirt on you, mate. That was independent of uh, – of like, because Crystal organised that. Yeah, so, yeah. So there you go. About the um, bullying bullying forum that she's helping to put together School at the college. On yeah. Monday, didn't yeah, they? yeah. So uh, we'll catch up with her very, very soon. Nora, thank you very much. No worries. We'll uh, catch up with you back when catch you're you, back from Tasmania. Will do. See, yeah. See you, mate. Hey guys, Silco here. I spend a fair bit of time on the road and whenever I head to Robinvale or Rockinvale, I always stop for a coffee and something to eat at Loft 13 in Perrin Street. Let's be honest, the girls can cook. They have a load of homemade cakes, sausage rolls and those little frittata quiche things. And you know what? Real men eat quiche. I'm also a bit of a dirty bird fan and there's always something awesome on the specials board. But I'd like to see that Mexican bowl back again, ladies, if you don't mind. They do a great job with catering. There's a selection of snacks for that later afternoon hit we all need sometimes and you can buy prepaid coffee cards because sometimes trying to find a few bucks for a coffee to avoid using your card is hard work so buying in bulk is the ticket they're open right across the school holidays too so it's a good excuse to stop at robinvale on your way through so say good day to the girls next time you're at loft 13 robinvale and check them out on facebook and instagram for the latest Good old silco silco <laughs> he's a good bloke he's uh he does me the odd favour every now and then. Good on him. Nah, he's good value. He is. Um, summer sports all kicking off. Yeah. Soon, I, um, not soon. I oh, played basketball on yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah. How'd you go Monday? Um, I am old. Yeah. I am. I, it becomes really apparent that I'm nearly 40 when you're running nearly, around in a nearly, team nearly where the 40. next oldest is 17. Yeah, but it makes you feel young <sighs> at heart. No, it doesn't. It I'll makes you me still, feel sore. I bet you're still having a crack at them. Oh, I, you know what? Okay, here's my disclaimer, right? People think that I get fired up. No, and no. And I don't really. Not not in that. I bet you you're still competing pretty hard oh, and I don't take trying, it easy trying to outrun them. I don't. So that's what I, and you know what? I do outrun them exactly because right. I'm still fit. Exactly. However, um, people think I get fired up and I think I have that resting bitch face, <laughs> which I do anyway, but whatever. But I just, I've played a lot of, I've been playing basketball since I was 10 yeah. years old and I've always been a defender. That's my job. I use my body. I'm built yeah. like a brick shit house and that's my job. Play when your role. Yeah, play your role. Exactly. Your role. Uh, particularly early in the in the season, it's um, it's hard that transition between netball, where you're not yeah. supposed to be playing physically, yeah. and playing on someone like me, who really enjoys playing a physical game of basketball, yeah. um, and I enjoy being strong. People don't react to that <laughs> very well a yeah. lot of the time. Um, and there was a little bit of an incident the other day where I copped a hip and shoulder behind, like behind play um, and there was we made up and we're friends again yeah, now yeah. but um, things like that I'm just like oh I'm 40 and you're not even 20 yet yeah. like come on so anyway it went just from the Donny Falvo footy show during the winter to Jay Benham basketball, basketball show. show yeah and tennis kicks off Friday nights yeah which would be great um, yeah I think Friday night is free tennis free barbecue you've got to buy a membership and stuff though don't you I think this week's free is it until you get your membership is yeah, that first what Peter night, Aikman's told you yeah Pete, Pete got in touch with me this morning yeah um, it's first night is free tennis free barbecue fun activities like joker poker Ooh. kids friendly what's joker poker Oh, I think you buy in, and they've got all these jokers on the um on a board, and you, if you pick the joker oh, out, you yeah, get yeah. the prize. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's the cheapest drinks in uh, Victoria, apparently. Really? Yeah, that's what he wrote here. So they're really look. 
they're looking for more members um, to come down because yes. it's not a you don't have to commit every week. It's a social thing, so you can play one week, and if mm. you can't make it, you don't have to play the following week. Mm. It starts at six pm. Um, and it's just a round robin. It's yeah. just yeah, yeah. It's good fun too. Any and people, any standard could come. That's down right. Don't don't feel like if you can't play tennis because you know what it's like this Doesn't time. Matter. No, especially during January during the Australian Open. I think I'm yeah. you know yeah. um, Sam Stozer and I am not. Yeah, and Pete will be coming <laughs> in and have a chat for us next week on the podcast. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe you could bring Jane too, and we'll talk about next season's netball. Maybe that's a good idea. Mm. I'll get on to him. Mm, um, do that. Um, and obviously, I think. Cricket kicks off Friday night. Yeah, too. the Cricket Blast. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. it's not Milo Cricket anymore. No, Different sponsor. Yep. Woolworths. Yep. Woolworths yep. Cricket Blast. So Daryl Daryl McClure will be taking that again. Great fellow, yeah. Daryl. And um, and Vicky Borum's on the committee too, I think. Yeah, Vicky will be involved. I think her son plays. Yep. And yeah. So there's Cricket Blast and then there's like an under... I think it... They, is that under 16s? It's 16s, but I think it's from... 12 up, yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah, just everyone gets a hit. Right? Yeah, so um, Daryl looks after him. I don't think your 16 year old would be bowling to your 12 year old. Daryl will look after him, make sure. yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, basketball obviously in full swing. Your coaching debut tomorrow night, 510. 510. <laughs> get down. I don't there. think I'm umpiring that so, game, but I am later. Yeah, no, I'll be Are up. you nervous? No, nah, not really. <laughs> well, I just got no idea, so I've just got to um, get. I don't on, think it matters. Steve Bowden tonight. Steve Bowden actually coached us on Monday night, yeah, which was good. great, and he um, he can't do every week, but I really appreciate it because I need to be coached. Yeah. I'm not a coach at all. What is the secret to coaching, Donny? Tell us. I just got to. Um, I think it's passion. If you've got the passion, yeah, but I've got passion. I just don't. I'm I'm a terrible teacher. I'm a terrible. I'm terrible oh, at giving instruction. I don't know. I disagree with that. Do you um, reckon? Yeah, I think you'd be a good coach. Nah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I reckon you would. Mm, yeah, no, 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 not as good as Steve. So having Steve on the on the sideline the other night was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Look, oh no, I, I got to disagree. I think you'd be good at a good coach because you you've got the fundamentals right. You teach it right, and basketball might be a bit different. Like, a bit like yourself, you get your point across. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know fine. about that. Just on a couple. We've got Cato here as well. Just on a couple. Gato's got a baguette in the mouth from the Weeman. So how good are they? But just on a mm. bit of a sad note, mm. um, a couple of our community men- members are doing it pretty tough at the minute. Mm. Um, just a shout out to Rob Sutton. Yeah. It's down in Melbourne getting some treatment at Oh, the really? Yeah. Um, on, on a bit of bowel cancer. Oh. So just Ugh. him and Inge, um, we're all thinking of his and hopefully it all goes oh, well for that. Yeah. Oh, that's so. horrid. And... Yeah, how old would Rob be? Oh, he's just turned 40. I was going to say, that's he's young. Mm. And this scares me now. Yeah, like, I am 42. petrified mm. of breast cancer at the moment. And it's Breast Cancer Month at the moment. Please, if you grow Check. them, know them. Yeah. If you... <laughs> That's the way you well. That's it. the mantra. Yeah. If you yeah. grow them, know them. Like, just check yourself. Yeah. And men as well. My dad went through the the bladder and the prostate mm. thing, which I think it's almost a coming of age now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, go get yourself checked. Like, if it's, if you feel like there's something wrong, you're probably not wrong. It goes just, back to what you said about mental health. It's mm. not. Yeah, it's not. Um, Oh, how can you put it? It's not being a not being a man not getting checked. Mm. Go and get something done. Mm. It's not like the old days where oh, I'll be right, I'll be right, and mm. then before you know it, it's too late. Mm. Just if you got some sort of yeah, you know, some sort of, you know yourself in your body if you're not feeling yeah, right. So that's go, right. Go and get something done. Yeah. And most of the, they, these days it's just a simple blood test. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, so just yeah. go and get something done. They don't do the digital test anymore. I don't no. think. And the other one is one of my good mates. Um, 
uh, going for a lot of crap at the moment, and that's Donny Safina. Um, mm. Not not. Yeah, yeah, he's not well. He's he? not well. At the he's minute. been not well for a long time, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but um, I think he's struggling at big time at the moment. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Ronnie, just keep your head up, mate. And we're all um, we're in your corner, mate. That's yeah. for sure. So yeah, yeah just tearing, and it, tearing up there. Yeah, head. just oh. Yeah, oh, it's tough. Spoke to him, seen him on Sunday, and um, yeah, it's yeah, not good. Um, uh, he's not he's not very old. He's either, only is my he? age, forty three. So yeah, and he's oh, yeah. like you said, he's battled it for a long, long time. Yeah. So, um, and but yeah, anyone else in town that um, struggling, you know, um, get some support around mm. you somehow, true, and true. and hopefully we all, you know, small community towns. That's one thing we're good at is running mm. around each other. So that's right. And those Very that are true. looking after, you know, like Ange and Megan, Me- and Megan, yeah. like, if you need anything, just yell out, yeah, put exactly. your hand up, because that's tough for mm. for the the wives, the carers, the families. It's and the kids, like it's. It's rough. I text Rob on Sunday also and um, said, how are you going, mate? And I'm okay, just bored shitless. Mm. So hopefully he can listen to the podcast and mm. kill a bit of time and mm. find out what's happening in the, in the town. Mm. So. Text him. That's, yeah, we'll. You know, send, yeah. send out a text. And, oh, you know, yeah, spoke to. He's um, bored, then just, yeah. Spoke yeah, to Jake Gareffa today and, um, about work matters and mm. I, just, we mentioned Donnie and I said, just. Just tell the footy boys to send him a text. Yeah, and he'll, he'll, he'll love it. He'll, he'll be grateful for it. Yeah, so. yeah, especially if he's sitting around, not much. Yeah. Like that's when your head starts to get loud. Exactly. So, right. Yeah, yeah. a but, bit of um, distraction would be. Yeah, just yeah, get around and support them. And mm. anyone else is going through a tough time, just talk to somebody. Mm. So. Yeah, absolutely. Kato, cheer us up. Gato, what's in the paper this week? How many pages is it this Eight week? Eight pages. Eight pages. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Salami Festival's on this weekend, Donnie. Are you entering that? Actually not. I should. Why? Yeah, yeah you should. Because yeah. Luke's just messaged me because he and my father made salami together for the That'd first time good. this year. Really? Apparent, Yes. Yeah. And Dad was like a dog with two tails making this <laughs> salami because um, he hasn't done it for years since his father, yeah, you know. Passed it on. Yeah, yeah. They just haven't. He hasn't done it. Yeah. Um, and I've been saying to Luke for ages, you should enter the Salami Festival. You should enter. You should enter. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Tori's obviously got on the phone to him this morning going, Luke, enter our salamis in the salami festival. <laughs> yeah. So he's got on now and said, um, yeah, find out how you enter. It's actually come up really well this year, so I should I actually do it. Yeah, you making, should. Why don't you? Yeah. It's going to be a beautiful day too. salami making, is it? Is there a different um, sort of salami making for each yeah, region? I think, I think oh, there's so every family yeah, has their different recipes. Exactly right. And it yeah. becomes like a who's is bigger yeah, competition. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's is bigger and better. Yeah, who's is bigger <laughs> and better, like – Donny, because you could like if Luke brought in one of his salamis and compared it with one of Donny's, Luke or Tori yeah. probably more so. No, 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 this one's got more spice. It's yeah. much better than yours. Got too much salt. It needs <laughs> need more sauce. It yeah. needs more chili. Yeah, wow, yeah. I everyone's love got that. their own special recipe. Mm, yeah, so, I love that. Yeah. Mm, mm. But um, oh look, homemade, homemade salami as bad as it is is always good. Mm. So yeah. it doesn't matter. It hasn't got the no. preservatives in it. No, like let's true, be honest. True. Like homemade salamis, even though yeah, the fat content and all the rest of it, Mediterranean. Yeah. Italians been living on salami for thousands of years. Yeah. Salt, oil, salt, <laughs> oil, so. bit of yeah. chili. Yeah. Is yours really spicy? Yeah, it is. Is it? But yeah, the kids love it too. My kids love it, but like, they yeah. take it to school. They cut it up. Caramel cuts take it, it up. To school. <laughs> oh my god! No, they are. They're little one kids. They um. <laughs> oh, they take a piece of hard bread with the salami and some bibbies. Some malajanis, and they put together their rolls. The way things have changed. I remember my dad telling me stories when they come from Italy. Yeah. My 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 nunna, my grandmother would uh, 
cut them salamis, bread, whatever. Yeah. And they'd get picked on. Oh, yeah, wog boy, yeah. this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My kids now, they got those Tupperware containers that everyone's yep. got. Yeah, yeah. Come, we'll cut them up, salami, olives, a bit of cheese. Oh, my God. Savoy biscuits and... So funny, isn't it? Unbelievable. Things that my mum used to hang. They're more accepting. Yeah. They're more accepting Exactly. That's right. It's trendy now. Yeah, all this antipasti. You give it a name like antipasti. Oh. Charge $38 for it exactly at a trendy right. cafe. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's my mum used to hang it on my dad. I can't eat that. I can't eat that. When you put the melanjanis and the bippies oh, on the yeah, table. Yeah. And now... She goes to a winery and pays thirty eight dollars for a platter. <laughs> exactly, like, right. and he for free for and years. it drives him nuts. Exactly He's like, right. when I used to, and same thing, he'd get um, he'd get yeah. a bit of crap for it at, yeah. at school in Tresco, yeah. you know, yeah. as a kid. But um, so I actually just mm. put uh, made Mama homemade um, oven for bread and pizza. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Pizza party at Donnie's mum's house. Yeah, she's, uh, oh, she's been stressing cooker. me for. Since I was born, she won one, so I thought I'd be the good son, and I got one put in this oh, year. We've done it. Brilliant. And, oh, yeah, she's loving She's going to make the bread? She loves it. Every, oh, can every, you bring some bread in? I will. Oh, Next my God. She's making some I on Saturday. the bread. So, Is she? Yeah, so I'll bring some in. My, and that's it. The kids love it, too. They take yeah. the school butter. Nothing like a, a nice, like, fresh. Uh, fresh hot bread. Out, out of the, the oven. Out of the of, oven. Uh, butter on it. Teresa, uh, you know Marianne Fatia? Yeah, yeah. At yeah, so her Free marriage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So her mum. And her mum and dad and my mum and dad are neighbours, yeah. still neighbours. Her mum does the bread yeah. still, and not as often as, because they're getting yeah, on in old, years yeah. now. They need my dad to help. But yeah. even after the cancer thing, he yeah. can't really do it either. Yeah. So we haven't had fresh oh, bread out of no, the I'll oven. i bring some in. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> uh, yeah, no, mum's loving it at the moment. So mm, Speaking of bread, those baguettes are good, aren't they, Gato? Yeah. Oh, Gato. Thank you. I could take one. I know, oh, they're good, aren't they? Beautiful. Mm. Mm, and they're really like. Fulfilling. Yeah. But perfect to take to the races. That's my thing. I'm all about where can go I go. I'm not going go? to the races, but you going? Where's that at? Manangatang this weekend. Surely it's I in your paper. Go. Yeah, surely it's in the paper. <laughs> no, sorry, it's all about the salami go. festival. <laughs> what else is in the? What's on the front? Pa- oh, this is the VEC recommendations. Yeah. So, are you across this, Donny? Because we've no. been talking to you about being more politically aware. Mm. So, this is the VEC report about the electoral structure within our municipality, okay. which is council. So, at the moment, we've got four wards. Yep. With um, one councillor, obviously, for Robin Vale, which is myself, yep. one for Murray Malley, which is Nicole McKay, four in Swan Hill, yep. and one in Lakes. So population is irrelevant because it's it's based on – that ward structure is based on the amount of registered voters you've got in any one yeah, ward. Yeah, yeah. So over the last 12 months, they've been reviewing the structure, as they do every 12 years. Council have put in a submission as well as I think 12 other people had written submissions with their um, preferences on how the municipality should look going forward. VEC have released their final report after all the submissions and they agree with us. So our submission was saying we would like an unsubdivided ward. Yep. Which means now in the next council election, if Robinvale can put up a number of suitable and strong candidates, we could ultimately have two, maybe three councillors up this end of the municipality, which is great. And that's the only way it would ever happen. However, we also won't run the risk of Robin Vale, Menangatang, smaller towns not being represented at all, which is we kind of run that risk anyway because there's no restriction. You can live wherever you want and still run for Robin Vale. So you could have had anyone sitting in Swan Hill or Naya and run for Robin Vale. So this um, final report, which is on, you can read all about it on the – on the front page of the Sentinel, yep. which is out Thursday, but that Good makes me very happy. Mm. Mm. Great. Then we have the National Op Shop Week. Okay. Oh, National Op Shop Week. Yep. 
Oh, I think St Mary's got some new basketball courts there. Yeah, they have the op shop. The ladies do a great. That's all voluntary, mm. and they do a great and job. And they donate a heap of money to the town. Too. Yeah, and yeah, they, they do. do. They're the only ones. They're fantastic. They're the only ones supporting the brass band at the moment. Mm. The only ones. Yep. The Ooh. school does no longer funds them. They are solely supported by the op shop. So mm. please support them by giving them goods and um, buying. You can go into that op shop. and Some good stuff. Like there. there's some stylish people walking around Robinvale. You can find some good stuff when they're done with it and I don't mind. It's, so uh, that's fine. On the op shop, I love kids. it. It's um, You see uh, Pacific Islanders come in on these yeah. work schemes. Yeah. And, yeah, they come uh, out to work and they're wearing a Robinvale used in football yeah. top. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't reckon I've seen you there, <laughs> but anyway, that's great. <laughs> I know. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the new basketball courts at St Mary's look awesome. I think they've got a cover over the top as well now. Yeah. So they cover them up, yeah. It'll still be hot in summer, but at least you're not going to get sunburned. Oh, but no, my kids go there and they whinge when it rains, which yeah. doesn't happen. They can't go outside and play, but now they oh, can. perfect. So it's great. And it's the good blue surface, mm. so good for your legs too when you start getting as old that's as I am. That's a shout-out to um, – they used to have the fate – Mm. School fate mm. and my wife and Kelly Millard, who's moved on from the area, yeah. they, um, they raised a lot of money to get yeah. that. And it's just a pity Aww. the fate hasn't been. Mm. Good on you, Carmel. But actually yeah, the fate would have been, been on this Saturday, a uh, Sunday usually. Yeah, right. Uh, same weekend as a ski race, but it hasn't happened for two years now because obviously Why? volunteers the, just yeah. can't get volunteers. Oh. And, um, it's the same with anything. It's public just... liability kills them as well. Yeah. So you know what they need to do? Get a, a community organisation like Rotary involved. Mm. Yes. And so you can use their public liability. Yes. Rotary Club, Lions, yeah. community groups like that. That's why that Lanton Festival I was great. Correct. Because that's mm. more or less like a fate. It yep. brought everyone together. Yep. Um yeah, that, that went on for forty odd years that fate and it hasn't happened for two yeah. years now. So. Insurance kills that's sad. Mm. everything, which sad. is yeah, yeah, it's sad. Anyway, what else in the paper? So we have Really? Salami Festival. Oh, this Football. is the under-16 grand final yes. report. report. Do you know what happened there, Donnie? Yes, I do know what happened. We'll let people read about it in the paper. Yeah. yeah. But the headline is really. 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 Yeah, that's how you say it. Really. Really. <laughs> but that's anyway, how I will say all it. All I'll say is that we are the Ronville Houston Footy Club, so we're always on the back foot anyway, so mm. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, yeah, read it and you'll shake your head And you'll say the it. same thing. Yeah, really? Exactly. I was actually talking to Trevor Ryan briefly about it yesterday mm. in Mordura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know he's uh, Really? Yeah. It's hard to get anything out of Rowdy anyway. Doesn't talk much, does he? No, that's why his nickname's Rowdy. Yeah. I don't know whether it Good is still. Good his day, but yeah. He coached Warrenain to a premiership, coached mm. Bell Reynolds to a premiership, wow. coached Intended to a premiership. One of the, uh, like yourself, Donnie, very, very good Highly decorated nice. uh, country footballer, and he's got a nice job up there too. Yeah, one great job. job. If I wasn't farming, I'd love mm. to have. So. Oh yeah, his um his two brothers played for Richmond. Do you know mm. that? And his two sons Desmond are in Adelaide at the moment. Too. Yeah, Josh and uh, you know his two sons are my parents' godkids. Oh really? Yeah, mum oh, and dad really? are also, godparents. Yeah. See, I'm just small world. Oh, I've got yeah, fingers in all sorts of pies. Yeah. Don't you worry small about world. that. Mm. And then we've got the Euston Rumba Historical Society. Ooh. What about that solo kayaker? When we went to speak yes, to him, what so happened there? I got yes, no, we got uh, I got a text message. He was going to come. It looked like he was going to come Monday, be in Robin Vale by Monday. It's taken him a bit longer than um, 
than anticipated. Ooh. I got a text message from him this morning and he may be here, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, may be here later this afternoon. Oh, good. Yeah, so um, I'll go down and have a chat to him because he doesn't want to leave um, the riverbank okay. while he's doing this journey. So yeah. I'll go down and have a yeah. yarn with him a little bit later on. But he's doing this um, in aid of mental health and awareness. Um, he's calling it the lonely journey um, or talking about a lonely journey. Um, so it's it's... It'll be a really good... Is he doing the whole Murray? He's doing the whole Murray. Wow. Yep, which is 2,400 kilometres. Two and a half Just million strokes. Uh, yep. Luck. Yep, lonely journey. Just camping on the banks at night. Just camping on the banks at night and, like, that is hard yards. Yep, um, which is... It's a nice analogy between his battle because he's been through the mental health struggle as well. So, yeah, it's a good... Good analogy. And Christmas is just around the corner. If someone said um, it was like only 19 Fridays No, sure, less right? than that. 12. 12 now. 12 yeah, Fridays to go. Did read that somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah, so Reba, the Reba meeting was on Monday. Yeah, um, and the Jack. Talk, yeah, so there'll be a business mix. You can read about that in the Sentinel yeah. as well. Beautiful. Large-scale irrigation development land. Mm-hmm. Mm? Oh, mm? Mm? <laughs> ears that you can talk to Peter Manara about that. Yeah. There's also the shooting, the shooting club, club, the rifle club, and a yeah. couple of pages of classifieds. Marion just wants to um, acknowledge um, Dorothy Jean Stevens mm-hmm. and condolences. Um, she passed away on Monday, was it? Yeah, Monday. Mm. And her funeral and um, information on that's on the paper. Also, um, Marvis, um, Mavis, Mavis Farnsworth. Mm. Yeah. Are you going to give it to us in Tongan, please? Yes, we'll yes. do. Great. Oh, and I forgot to. to Did you say? To oh. Malo lele kakai tonga ngutu wata fafitaim fa malo ke eki neke tukma taimi neke tukma taimi ke faiha taufe vai vai aki. Salami week. Okay, there's no Tongan word for salami. Sorry, guys, I have to say it in your words. <laughs> 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 Oku asiai moi um pare pare for all nai langa he Saint Mary's I um baku mo fanonga pehe lau atoni o teke ke fai I I tau tau fate ko ya he um at the I'm just talking about the fate we never have, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. saying it to them in Tongan and yeah. um kumaloko tau ne eua o teke ke fai he tupumang public libraries and another thing, go shout out to Henika Women's Store. Aki motol mo fekai lele. Okawe Women's Store keta wo kumiya hataunga. Ko malolotonga kaya ne maunga hi burgers mo mo wraps ya. Like I said, there's only certain words I can use. Ko ya pe tua ofai kia tu malolopito. Not yet. I'm still eating. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Gabriel. Well done, Kato. Good work. Really, really good. So the Tongan language is a bit like the Italian language. When you don't know how to say it, you yeah, just say you just it say in English. In English. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you're obviously giving the girls a plug hey, there. I couldn't, 
the young Tongan generation now, do they get taught how to speak Tongan as they're growing up? Say in Rumba, like, like obviously I'm, I'm coming from an Italian background, but I really never got taught how to speak it. Do you actually teach Not the really. Tang? So they probably it's going to be the like us. They try I, to I know how to read. I know how to read and write in Tongan is because my parents had you know one English. English. Yeah. 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 So, whereas you, both your parents speak it. Yeah, my so parents speak it, but they also speak. Uh, they speak Italian, but they speak English. Mm. Yeah. Me, I can't speak any Italian. Yeah, so. but what was? Did their parents know how to speak English? No, they were no. Italian, so they had to. Exactly. But now my kids are not going to even know. I know a few words, and mm. I know how to get out my way out of a conversation with an old Italian man or woman mm. that I'm speaking to because mm. they they've got that broken English. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. But my kids. Not had any on no. because we our English is our only language in our house. Yeah. So yeah, which is a shame. My 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 kids actually taking Italian classes at school. Yeah, I know. Which is not yeah, bad. Oh, it could have been taught for free at home. Well, <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right. My grandmother, my nonna, was the same. Couldn't speak a word of English, but she always knew what was going on in Young and the Restless. Oh, of course, she did. Yeah. Always, always knew when Romeo was, yeah. you know, or cricket or cricket. This is back in the day when it was yeah. cricket, and yeah. yeah. Anyway, um. But, Always knew what was going on, but couldn't speak or claim she couldn't yeah. speak English. Yeah, they, it, they always understand. Yeah, it's like um, obviously we employ a lot of Vietnamese people, Chinese mm. people, and mm. don't speak English until you start talking money. Yeah, that's yes. right. Oh. And they know English pretty well. So, Dottie, it's the international language <laughs> that everyone <laughs> understands. understands money. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> on that note, of course, so we are going to uh, wrap up. It's been yeah. a long one today, but well worth it. Some important um, things. Yeah. Talk about Gato, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you to uh, everyone at the Women's Store. So yeah. You're beautiful. Yeah. How good. And thank you for doing that in um in Tongan too. Yeah, just yeah. to let them know. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, great. Jack's not about today. No, I did, Jack wanted to talk about the mental health stuff, but then he goes, Oh, I don't think that's um <laughs> gonna come out well. <laughs> well, yeah, he said I don't, I don't know that. Yeah. They'd probably admit it's. A, I think it's a cultural thing yeah, too, you know, yep. um, and that's so that's okay. But he did want to push it, so we've done that with yep. Nordo and yep. Great. you know it's Mental Health Week this week. October's Mental Health Month and Breast Check Month, so make sure you uh, get yourself checked. I'll mention that for next week. Yeah, for our Tonga community. Yeah, uh, Marion's just walked in for a sandwich. We're signing off. Thank you very much, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.